Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get no sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Shannon. New customers can get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Shannon. The crowd is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draft. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Nightcap. I'm your favorite thunk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number 85. Route runner extraordinaire. Feet made of clouds. That's how smooth he can run a route. Mm. Bengals legend, ringer famer, a three-time first-team All-Pro, a six-time Pro Bowl player from Liberty City, Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson, also known as Mr. Rail. We're at... (laughs) (laughs) Please make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We reached the 1 million subs on Thursday. Now we're at 1 million 33,000 subs. And please make sure you subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. We really would like you to subscribe to both. But Nightcap, please make sure you subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. Thank you, guys, for selling out my Shea by Laportier. You've also sold out Ocho Cinco Cigars. But we're both going to have those back in stock really, really soon. So hopefully we'll have it back in stock soon. But but they are taking pre-orders now. The link is pinned at the top of the chat. So we're taking pre-orders. We're sold out. But we should have a shipment in by the end of the week or the first of next week. And we'll start filling those orders that are placed. We've also been nominated for an NAACP Image Awards for Art, Sports, and Entertainment Outstanding Podcast. So thank you again. And please, please go vote for you guys. 
Our team behind the scenes has been working very hard to make us new segments with all these bells and whistles. So without further ado, let's do it now, Ocho. Our first segment, News Cap, Legeria Sneed, and the Chiefs... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey! You like that, Ocho? I like that. <laughs> Legeria Sneed said the Chiefs defense had a clear plan. We just wanted Brock to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Let me let me put this back. Let me let me say this again now. Yeah. Legeria Sneed, mm-hmm. the all-world cornerback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. I believe he's the second best player on their defense behind obviously CJ Stone Cold, Chris Jones. Yeah. Legeria Sneed said the Chiefs defense had a clear plan. Mm-hmm. We just wanted Brock. To throw the ball. Right. Have you ever heard of a great quarterback or an elite quarterback? Mm-hmm. The defense want him to throw the ball, Ojo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I like what Legeria said. And based on what he was saying, maybe all the talks about being a game manager, uh, maybe the bad game that he had uh maybe three, three weeks ago when they played um, was it not not the Ravens? Yeah, I think well, it was yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was, was Ravens. I think it was on seeing, Christmas. Yeah, seeing a game like that. It would lead to believe, you know what, if we can put pressure on him, if we can get him to throw the ball, I think we will have success. But even though, even with Legereus saying that, I'm just going to be honest, Brock Purdy had a good game through the air. He, he was 20, 23 for 38 for 255. He did have a good game. He didn't put his team in harm's way. There were just a few throws that I think if those throws were made in that game, the outcome may have been different. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just being honest, but... Listen, oh man, kudos to Legereus Sneed. I talked I talked to Legereus about two weeks ago, man, and and talked to him about the season he's had to this point and and what he's done for that defense. Him and Chris, him and Chris Jones, man, and they 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 got they got away with one. It was close. Um, this that the yesterday was a very very close game, very close game. But who's the offensive player of the year? Offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, see, Mac. That's C-Mac. the guy you fear. That's the yep. guy you set your defense up to right. stop. To stop, right? If you look at the Green Bay, what did he do? Run, run. You look at right. the, look at uh, Detroit. What did he do? Mm. Run. run. Yeah. You yep. look at the games in which he doesn't run the football. They don't win. Right. I'm setting my defense because I don't fear him. Now right. I can't let him do both now because you got to pick one. I'm gonna stop the run. Most teams says I'm gonna shut your run off. Right. Because what does the 49ers like to do? I've played in that West Coast system the better part of my career mm. is play action. Right. You see, when they when they got him on the move, mm-hmm. he either got the first down, dumped it to his fullback, right. hit the over, hit IU, hit the over route. So he's like, you know what? We just not, we don't want 23. That's the problem. I don't want 23 to beat us. Right. He, and he's not going to beat us. And so I'm not surprised that that was their game plan. What did it, what did they say? What did they, what did Kansas City say? We wanted Lamar Jackson to throw the ball from the pocket. Mm-hmm. We, I, this is the way I look at it, and I told people, like, get upset. I said, look, if Lamar Jackson throws for 320 yards, he has three to four touchdowns, I walk to the middle of the field and I shake his hand. Yeah. But what I'm not going to let him do is throw for 235 and run for 115. Right. That's <laughs> not going to happen. Right. Because I can't beat him because they're going to keep the ball away from us. Mm-hmm. And he's going to keep the crowd in the game. And so now we're at his mercy. He's running the ball. Now he's going to play action us because we got to drop the guy down. So, hey, y'all got to handle this up front. Yeah. Y'all got to handle this up front. That's y'all. Handle it up front. They did a great job of that. 
but they, I'm not surprised. You say Purdy had it. Go ahead, Ocho. What do you want to say? Yeah, um, they, they stopped running. I think it was some, some point in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Some point in the third quarter, they didn't run the ball as much as they should have, if I'm not mistaken. They and did. They, I tweeted it. I, yeah. said, I, I said, okay, Niners, y'all going to mess right around and keep throwing mm-hmm. and not running, yeah. and y'all go, you're going you're to get exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, but I, I think when it mattered, when it would have mattered most, if they tried to run, there were a few times where the Chiefs defense stopped the run. And I think that's where Shanahan went away from because they were prepared for it and they were ready for it. And I think that's right. what forced them into situations where, you know what, we're, we're being a little bit too predictable. We're running on first, we're running on second. Let's try something else. Let's try to throw it first and get them off their heels a little bit so they don't know exactly what's coming. And it just didn't work in their favor. Listen, all, yeah, it, I, all, it, all, it, all it is is a, is a guessing game, a chess match between coordinators. Let me do the opposite of what they think I'm getting ready to do. Yeah, I mean, you try to keep them off balance, but at the end of the day, what you're good at, you got to be able to do that. Yeah. That's what you got to be able to do, Ocho. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and sometimes running the football necessarily isn't about getting – you always want to get yards, mm-hmm. but I just want you to think, oh, no, I will run this ball. Y'all keep streaming upfield if you want to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hand it off and I'm going to hit a crease on you. Right. And you're going to be gone. Yeah. And I'll be gone. So I just can't let you sit back there and drop in the coverage. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, look at Spags. He's won three Super Bowls. I think he was, wasn't he the DC at the Giants when they beat uh, uh, New England? When they beat Brady? He was? Yeah. I think so. Wasn't he? D- I think Spags was. God damn. Everywhere Spags go, they got damn winning Super Bowl, man. Who's the, who's the Giants DC? Yeah. Spags. Well, Spags, Spags knows something now. He knows something. Yeah, because he got four Super Bowls, three with the three with the Chiefs and one with the Giants. So what you what that tells me, he's a mm. great big game DC. Yeah. yeah. It also tells me that he has his players in position. They study, you study mm-hmm. the tape and right. says, look, if we do what we do and they beat us, that's on me. Right. Just don't be out of position. Don't play hero ball. Mm-hmm. And let's get them on the ground. Because what do the 49ers do as well as any team in football? Run after catch. Catch, yeah. Debo, IU, mm-hmm. Kittle, Jennings. We know Christian McCaffrey can run after right. catch because he can run the football. Mm-hmm. When you get there, they go no further. The journey's yeah. over. But so you know give- <clears throat> if you look at if you look at the 49ers offensively, look at the stats. Look at the stats in the air. Kittles. Really? No yards, no catches. Ayuk. Didn't get the ball enough. Devo didn't touch the ball enough. From an offensive standpoint, if McCaffrey really, I would say, had the bulk of the was the bulk of the offense in a game like that, you need all hands on deck. I say it, mm-hmm. I say it every time. If if the Chiefs had lost his game, I would have been upset about Tony not playing because you need every offensive weapon at you know, you need every offensive weapon at, as to be to be used. The, uh, the, 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 the have listen to have Kittle. To have Ayuk, to have Debo, and not use them to the to your full advantage offensively, I think it did it did more harm than it did good. Well, it it seemed like Debo tweaked his hamstring or something, and he wasn't the same after that. Because it looked like he would. It looked because you saw him go down, Ocho, and he grabbed the back of that leg. Mm-hmm. That's never a good sign, right? And so now it doesn't look like he was out there because I mean they're already thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So now if you take him out, basically you're going with Conley, and Conley made a big third down catch. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not saying that he's not a decent receiver, right. but he's more of a special teams guy. And mm -hmm. so they probably was a little, a little hesitant to let him play more snaps than absolutely positive necessary. Right. Now, if Debo goes out, they really don't have a choice right. but to put him in there. Because now, I mean, I guess you could play Ray Ray McDonald, um, and, and I think he got a, a handful of snaps. But anything, anything was possible. But see, from in, and the uh, the 49ers with three or twelve on third down. Mm, mm -mm. That, that ain't, that ain't gonna win you too many. Mm -mm. That ain't gonna win you too many games. No. I don't care who you playing. Exactly, and 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 so that that's that's what I was that's what I was talking about. Uh, Purdy gets an opportunity. You look back, and I, I, they're gonna be sick mm -hmm. because they had them twenty to ten in the fourth quarter three year, three or four years ago. They had them ten nothing, and each time when they had momentum, they didn't get enough separation. Yeah, stop playing. He's like Ocho. How many times have we seen the Patriots? And teams just be going up and down the field, selling for field goals, but right. not getting anything out of it. And yeah. you say, okay, man, y'all better stop playing with Tom Brady. Y'all know what he's capable of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the next thing you know, boom, the Patriots win the game. You're like, bro, didn't I tell y'all? I remember the, the Ravens had them dead to right, had them down by 14. Yeah. Late in the game. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, as a matter of fact, it was 24. Was it? Was it 2014? Nah, that's when they beat the Colts. What uh when did the uh might have been 2010? It might have been 2010 when they beat the Giants. The Ravens had them down in the championship game. Mm -hmm. Didn't they beat the Ravens in 2010? It's some it's some it's a it's a quarterbacks. Yeah. It's quarterbacks. And, and so, like you you don't you don't fool around with them, Ocho. You go yeah. ahead and you go ahead and you do gotta, them you bad. Gotta, you got to put them away. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to put them away. So <laughs> you when, go ahead and you I go ahead people, and do them jokes dirty, man. I, I think you, so, when you think ahead. about it, when you think about it now, when you play teams that have quarterbacks that are special, quarterbacks that can can raise their level of play in moments when it matters most, you got to put those teams away early. You, yes. you got to put them away early. Similar, hell, the Lions. The Lions made that mistake as well. You know, taking points off the board, being up 17 zip. There's no reason why the Lions shouldn't have been. They should have been in Vegas. The Lions should have been in Vegas. You got to put the 49ers away when you're in a position. Yeah, sure. You had them in a position like that. No reason for that. What do we talk about? When Lions had the momentum, mm -hmm. they didn't put enough separation. Ray because Shane, what yeah. happened when the 49ers I mean, got the momentum? Next, in the blink of an eye, got the seven, 17 points in the NFL should be enough momentum or enough separation. You, you don't think 17 points is enough? No, because it should have been, you got to make it 21 nothing. Right. You got to make it 24-3. You got to make it 27-10. Right. right. Because guess what? 49ers go get 27 unanswered points, and guess what? Mm. They got the lead. Yeah. That's that's just... That's, <laughs> and you, Ocho, how, how many times have you been on the game? Team beating y'all, but they're not scoring. They're kicking field goals. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, you and Carson them catch fire. You look up, you're like, damn, we done got the lead on these boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, hey, it doesn't take long for old Mo momentum. That is. Yeah. Hey, bro. That's funny. We get to that. Yeah. That's funny how the game works. That's mm. funny how the game works. Every game, there's always a shift in momentum. There's always a shift in the imbalance. One team in the first half is playing one way. You come out second half, the other team actually catches fire. And I, it, it's it's weird how that works. No matter what you try to do, it happens every damn time.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, you know, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cowan Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fletcher Cox shades Debo on IG after the 49ers lost. First, he wrote, clown, at 19 problems. <laughs> keep, keep the eagle's name out your mouth, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he later said, I still got something you ain't got. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Been holding this one for, been holding this one mm-hmm. in, son. Mm-hmm. EAD. You know what yeah. EAD is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, this is they're, they're very there have been very, very few times. <laughs> there have been very few times in the NFL. Hold on, Joe. <laughs> what, 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 what? You're talking about EAD. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, you know what that is, right? Yeah, hell yeah, I know what it okay, is. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he he wanted he wanted to abbreviate it. He didn't want to actually say it. But yeah. there have been there have been very few times in the NFL where NFL players really had true beef, true beef outside of the game of football, yeah. where they really do not they really dislike each other. Mm-hmm. Really just, and this is one of those cases. Yeah, Debo going at it against uh, talking about Bradbury. It was it was it's more personal. Uh, Crabtree and Atib Khalib, wait, Akib Talib didn't like each other. It was personal. Really, 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 really like that. Um, one more. Joy Porter. Yeah. Joy Porter and Levi Jones, a teammate of mine, really, really didn't like each other. And it went away from the field. And I think this is another situation where these two really have a disdain and distaste for each other. And I, I never like to see it go beyond the football field. Yeah. But this is where we are now. They really, really don't like each other. Yeah. I think the thing is, Ocho. <clears throat> Uh, Debo felt last year had Purdy not gotten knocked out of that championship game two plays in, they would have won that game. Right. So, and they were talking about this all summer days going back and forth. Them boys trash. Mahomes going to expose them, which he did. Mm -hmm. They ended up losing that ball game late in the ball game. Then uh, 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 Debo was like, hey, we all healthy. We got something for you. And uh, Was it a Sunday night or a Monday night? I think it might have been a Sunday night. They ran through him. I'm talking yep. about like foreign water through a tourist. Yeah. You know how you drink that water in Mexico, Montezuma's yeah. Revenge. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what was what was with the tackling that game? That's all Which it one? was. But for the, the Chief, I mean not the Chief, the Eagles tackling. Oh, you talking you, oh, you oh. talking about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, hey, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I ain't never seen nothing they, like they that. Secondary, but they ain't really trying to tackle. They trying to show push people out of bounds and uh-uh. bro, get you gotta get the uh-uh. You you got to come to the party, man, in a game of yeah. that magnitude. You got to come to the party. Nobody was coming up to the party, you know, wanting to drink. That's what I right. call it. You mm-hmm. got to come up to the party like Bob Sanders, like Steve. You come Adwell. to the party. If you come to the party, come to the party. Yeah, they they wasn't. They they, yeah. they wasn't. It's like they 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 checked out almost. It, it seemed the way they played, it seemed like they had already checked out. Yeah. Um uh hold on. Uh Richard Sherman and Crabtree was what was a was a was a fake. But I think beat. you know who you know. Uh, Richard Sherman and Crabtree was cool, but Richard Sherman, I mean, but Crabtree and goddamn Akeem Khalid, Akeem Talib, Akeem Talib was is on a whole nother level. What he sneaked the chain? Yeah, he deboated. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was a good one. That was yeah. a good. One. That was a good one. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was some good good memories. That's good football back then, man. I mean, I, de- I mean, that's I really never, football back then. I really, I really never even thought about it because you know. Mm. I was one, of, you know, guys kind of wore chains, but not like they do now. Guys got on probably 100,000, 200,000 yeah, chains yeah, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They, you they, know, when they, we, we had a little, you know, Ocho, we, don't, we had a little rope, had a little cross on it, oh, had a number on it, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> now, now they have diamonds, crosses, yes! Jesus peace. They chokers. got on pieces like this here out there. Yeah, man, listen. But, they got Cubans. They got on Cubans. Cuban link. Like <laughs> so, hey, mouth, mouth. Grill, grill yeah. with the diamonds in it. Yes. Yeah, but listen, the, the, the furthest I went, obviously I had a mouthful of golds, top and bottom, and that's just to 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 look to represent the Miami, to represent yeah, your represent Miami. The that was it. But today, <laughs> what them boys yeah. out there looking like scammers in that football uniform, man? Man, Ocho, we was playing in the preseason game. We were playing yeah. um the 49ers. Yeah, and I had never had my necklace broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, snatched or anything. So me and Lee Woodall, I'm blocking him. It's a, it's a, like a handoff. Mm-hmm. And he gets up here and, you know, he tried to, you know, yank me down. Right, right. 
Pull through. Man. He tried to pull through. Yeah. 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 So, so, but when he did that, I pulled him to me. Mm-hmm. Cause you remember, if I tell you somebody push, I pull. Right. Right. You pull, I push. Right. Man, wow. Man, I'm looking all around. I'm looking on the ground. <laughs> Ocho, we flip ends of the field. Right. Man, they had security out there. They had the people out there looking for it. Right. Man, the thing fell down in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, you you had some expensive on? Yeah, I had a I had my number. I had my okay. number on. Right. Yeah. Uh uh, uh and uh, it was in baguettes. It, it was nice. Uh, oh, you know, when my home got invaded, they got them baguettes cost a little cost, Yeah, cost man. Cost I was like, penny oh, now. man. But yeah. uh, you know, uh Mike was like, Man, what's 84? What's going on? I said, Mike, man, he snatched my necklace and I lost it on the field. <laughs> so Mike told him, man, we flipped the ends of the field. Yeah, man, you thought, hey, maybe that only had dry to you were still looking for it. Yeah, they were looking for it. And I was just like, I was sitting on the bench thinking like, damn, man, I just got that thing like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just sitting on the bench. I'm like, oh, man, what's this? Oh, oh you found it. it <laughs> yeah. Is. Yeah, you talking about happy? Mm-hmm. I'm real happy. I'm real happy about that. Swizz Beats responds to his wife, Alicia Keys, Usher's moment. Swizz says, heard all the comments about Usher. Usher holding Alicia a little too close during the halftime. He responded on IG saying, y'all talk about the wrong damn thing. Y'all wrong don't see thing. an amazing dress covering the entire stadium. Tonight's performance was nothing but amazing to see two amazing giants. Congrats, Usher, and my love at Alicia Keys. That song is a classic. We don't do negative vibes on this side. We make history. Go Giants at the Brooklyn Museum. It's open until July. Blessings. Swizz, you a real one for that. Yeah, that Ocho, please help me understand. I'm gonna help you. Why I'm gonna help you in a minute. I'm gonna help Ocho, you. why we like that? That's why nice everything, why everything gotta be? I mean, man, you know what? Me, Je, yeah, Jenny, Jenny, you know, Jenny Taff, I used to work with uh, mm-hmm. great. She is as good a person you'll meet. Man, you I know um uh, I bro, can 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 black people, can can our community, can right. we have anybody of the opposite sex? Can they be friends? I, I don't, I, I don't, I believe I can be. Right. Everything ain't gotta be sexual. Mm-hmm. I believe Usher, let me, it's just like actors and actors. If they doing a love scene, mm-hmm. ooh, I know, oh, but I know he smoked that. Yeah. See, I know he smoked that. Bro, mm-hmm. they that, doing a job. Right. That's, a, that's the thing I think the casual fan or the casual fan of music or the casual um, person really can't understand. There's a certain level of maturity that comes into dealing with certain people of certain professions and you understand what that comes with when you when you deal with actors or you deal yes. with actors or you deal with musicians that have to cosplay and 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 put themselves in an entertaining role for a specific for, for a specific thing that they have to do. It's mm-hmm. a part of entertainment, which is what Usher and Lisa Keys did. Now again, for Swiss, obviously, and anyone else in that would have been maybe happened to be in his position to be dating Alicia, you have to understand what that comes with. You know how many rehearsals they had before they even performed last night? Yeah. I'm sure Swiss was there and understood what was going on. You think about you dating, dating actors or dating actresses. That's another level of maturity that you have to have for sex scenes, for kissing scenes, for mm-hmm. scenes where you're holding someone, for scenes where someone's sleeping in the bed with you. And I think though they're they're for the regular average person, they can't see past that. They can't see past that because they're not used to it. I think the thing is now there are some actors, some actresses that won't do do a scene, right? A right, little, right. An intimate scene, right? 
I'm okay with that also. Wait, wait a minute. You mess with your money now. There's certain things you won't do. You take you're taking money off the table. You hey, can't do that. That, that. That's for that's for them and that's for their household. Okay. You marry okay. somebody, you understand. Right, right. Okay. This is what they do. Okay, fine. I'm cool with it or I'm not cool with it. And so I don't understand how you do that song, my boo, and mm-hmm. don't get close or don't look eye to eye. You my boo. Yeah. And you yeah. know, hey. Hey, baby, I mean, and y'all be hugged up and mm-hmm, you be rocking mm-hmm. with it. And I get it. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at every time somebody do a song, a love right. song together. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Who was that? Was that Stephanie Mills and Teddy Pendergrass did that song? Yeah. Or obviously now it was different uh, with uh, Tina Marie and Rick James. Because Jane, they yeah. were a couple. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were a couple and we understand the chemistry there. But everybody that does a love song together mm-hmm. aren't trying to aren't intimate. Right. But we right. like to imply that mm-hmm. because you put what you would do in that situation mm-hmm. right. and you project it on them. Right. We love project. You know, we love the screen. Projecting. You, yeah. Yeah. You remember, I don't you know, know if you're old enough to remember this, the projectors. They used to have uh-huh. a little film and you yeah, run a little film yeah, through. Yes. And, okay. And we, had, we, had, we, had, we had them in high school. Now, what I can <laughs> say, what I can say, uh, studies have shown statistically People that endure or work in jobs where you're always close and high in quarters with someone, they yeah. tend to deal with that individual because you're always doing it constantly all the time. Yes. It it, it does it does happen. So we can't act like it doesn't happen when you when you're up and close or you're dealing with someone uh, all the time in, in close quarters. Now though the situation do happen. It, it does happen. So I can see where everybody's going with it, but that's not the case here. Right. But just Everything happens. I mean, that's yeah. a that's a situation, mm-hmm. but I, it, but that's a whole different argument. I mean, right. if we doing a situation, uh, I'm doing a song, or we're doing a movie. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a, a the song is like okay, we do that, boom, we moved on. Alicia right. Keys exited stage left. Okay, yeah. we practice that. It's not like that's every day. Right, we doing right. this every city, two hundred two hundred stops a year. Right. Yeah. That's different. Okay, I get somebody working in a, 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 a male, a woman, and a man and a woman working in close proximity. Mm-hmm. And you know, but here's the thing you keep, hey, hey, what are you doing? Let's go get a drink. Okay. Ocho, we going, hey, we going on company, we going on company trips. Okay, we got a conference, a convention. Yeah. And hey, what you doing tonight? Let's go grab a bite. Okay, you're creating a situation. Creation. Yeah. It, ha- it, ha- it, ha- it happens all the time. I, I've, yes. I've heard the stories. In real life, I've seen the stories play out in movies. Some of the things that that you see play out in movies, they have to come from somewhere. They come from experience. They come from people actually doing it. So yes. I understand where people are coming from. But in this case, we have to understand that they are entertaining. Their job is to entertain. And all parties involved understand that because there's a certain level of maturity that they do have to execute what we saw yesterday. The only difference between truth and fiction is fiction has to make sense. Right. Because we've all read things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that, that can't be true. Right. And it's actually true. But yeah. when it's fiction, it has to make sense. It mm-hmm. can't be out of the realm of possibility that nobody would actually believe that mm-hmm. this is possible. Right. What's 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 the young fella name? What's the young young, young people name from uh from Fox? Is it Fox? The couple. The couple that worked on air. They they worked on air in close quarters for a long time and happened to they they got fired and ended up being together. What's the what's the couple? You know what I'm talking about? Was it Fox? No, it was ABC. 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 And you talking about Amy Roback? Yeah, and um, and the Holmes. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Holmes. You see, 
You have mm-hmm. you work with somebody, you see him every day, you know, you have to deal with I'm sure the same scenario that you just mentioned. Hey, let's grab coffee. Hey, let's get lunch. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Guess what? Yes, sir. They both training for a marathon. Hey. Let's go for let's go for a let's run. Go for a run. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go get a refuel. Yes, sir. You see what you do with Ocho? You yeah. put yourself in harm's way. Yeah, harm's way. And sit there's yeah. only so many yeah. times you're gonna have you gonna. There's only so many times you can run. Yeah. You can run across a busy intersection before you get your ass hit. <laughs> there's only so many times Ocho, you're gonna be able to sit down with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I All like of a sudden, you like. I like it. Oh, yeah. I like the conversation. Oh, you're mm-hmm. so. You're such mm-hmm. an easy talk. Oh, yeah. you're so easy to talk to. Right. How's everything going? Mm-hmm. You know, now you start sharing secrets at home. Yeah. You know, now all of a sudden, what's yeah. at home is annoying. You come in the house, man, it's annoying. Such yeah. and such is so easy to talk easy. to. Yeah. She's yeah. so relatable. Mm-hmm. Ah. And, and normally, and, and normally that's how it is when you're dealing with someone or you have an outlet outside of home that brings you peace. Yeah. When you have yeah. an outlet outside of home that brings you peace, this is what happens. But listen, on the back end of it, at some point, once you leave home and what you thought was annoying and you go to someone else that brought you peace, now that you're dealing with them every single day, the cycle repeats itself, huh? Yeah, the, cycle like- repeat, the cycle repeats itself at some point. When you got when you was a kid, Ocho, yeah. and you got a new toy, yeah. I guarantee you didn't play with it the whole year. Oh, no. You played with it about the tools, the newness mm-hmm. wore off of who it was gone like the rest of the toys that you got the previous year. It, it happened the previous year before time. that. It happens every time. And similar, same situation based on the analogy you just said, like get a new toy. Well, women, women love a new purse. You ain't gonna wear that whole purse the whole year. Women yes. love a new heel. Oh, they're gonna wear that thing to death I until did. it start until it started to wear down. Oh, huh? <laughs> Come on now. Don't 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 talk talk you, to me now. I know Ray Ray talking about, ooh, I like this. I need something to go with this. I need I need something to go with this outfit. Right, right, I right. Like that purse. Uh-huh. Well, hold on. You got a hundred outfits. You think you about to have a hundred purses up in this joint? No, 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 it ain't gonna work like that. <laughs> ain't gonna work. Like Cause you know that's going, like we- I help you. I, I I help you. I got one purse for a hundred outfits. That's how we gonna do that. Interchangeable. You better flip it, it in and out. Everything interchangeable. I know she watching too. Hey, rail. Hey, rail. Hey, here's the th- Ocho. You know who got to be most secure? Huh? Usher's wife. What about that residency that he had? Yeah. And he on Taraji, and he on mm-hmm. Kiki, mm-hmm. and he on these different women. Or singing, singing the people. Yeah. Hey, That's what different. I'm talking about, at his residency. Hey, yeah. Now, you know who didn't have that, that level of maturity? Kiki's husband. Yeah. You're not used to that. This is yes. new for you. So you have to understand, you, you're dealing with a woman that is a high caliber woman in the acting industry. She's great at acting. She's great at how about, Okay, how secure you? Okay, show. Usher, do, Usher does that derail. And real uh-huh. backing it up on uh-huh. You heard what I said. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> See, you we talked about situation and putting yourself in certain situations. Real know better than to put herself in that situation. She knows better. Whoa, 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 Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She know better than that. Baby, I know, baby, I know you're watching. You'll come hella high water. Next. Moses part of the Red Sea, but I'm gonna part of something else. Well, you got Russian, man. Don't do that. Don't do me like that. But again, I heard I have a certain level of maturity as well. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. You're having fun. Yeah. You're having fun. You know, you you usher dancing to you, usher singing to you. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm not right. I'm never I never uncle, I ain't never been like that, you know. Right. No, I ain't that's even, a, that's I a moment been. that you can have and live on that lives on forever that you will always remember. You know, mm. and um I just I've never been that type, but it, it's it's cool. It's cool. I I, I like usher. I, I need to start performing too, man. We are. 
We we do it for three, four nights a week. We oh, yeah, do it okay, like three, okay, four okay. nights a week. Yeah. I'm talking about on stage. We, I'm talking about on stage we, though. We, bro, we have we have 30, 40. We have uh uh how many thought what we had 90, 90, what 93, 94? Or we, we peaked at 90, 90. What we, we had ninety thousand last, 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 last night? Last night. What? Actually, had you been able to make it, we had we had forty thousand ready to go. We by the time you got here, it had dropped down to like twenty. We built it back up. Right. But if he had if we had been able to go like immediately after the game, right, we could have hit that. We could have hit that hundred. But oh damn. I be- no, 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 don't worry about that. I believe now that we build up our sub base mm-hmm. starting next year. Yes, sir. We routinely will be doing 75, 100 plus thousand. Ooh, woo. I like so, that. but I uh hats off to you, Swiss. Um, you handle it, you you handle it like a real man. I, I yeah. love the way. That you stood up for your queen, like, hey, mm-hmm. ain't no negativity over here. Nah, we nah. but we quick to do that, boy. If we ain't got something going on good in our life, mm-hmm. won't we show? Hey, won't we show? Try to bring something bad in your life? Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. That's, that's, that's the only time. The less the, the, the less you have going on in life, the more you concern with others and how they operate. Mm-hmm. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cam Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. 
I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call him Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Poppy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. In a winner chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And entertaining, uh, hold on. And entertaining they were. It was just announced. It was the most watched telecast ever. Super Bowl 58 was the most watched telecast since the 1969 Apollo 11 moon landing. What, what was the numbers? Uh, the moon landing. Now, it was a little different because we didn't have as many people in 1969 as we do now. <laughs> the moon landing estimated between 125 and 150 million. Last night, Super Bowl 58. 123.4. Woo! That's that good money there, boy. They're good. I, I am. That's that good money. Dennis Schroeder planned his son's birthday party with a Raptors cake before he was traded to the Nets. Dennis celebrated his son's fifth birthday yesterday with a Raptors-themed birthday cake. The caption, yes, we planned before I got traded. Man, basketball. You know, basketball is different than football, Ocho. But and, you know, football co- players and, don't really and coaching and baseball. Too, yeah. And, and baseball. You know, right. they be trade football, football, you know, football don't really get traded. Football players don't really get traded like that during the season. Right. Normally right. the trades happen in the offseason mm-hmm. because football is a little bit more complicated. Right. right. Uh, learning the plays and things right. like that, trying to blend, assimilate yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, man, man, I feel I look, he he's five. And, and, you know, hopefully he still had a great birthday being course, surrounded by his course. mom and his dad, love and everything. But, man, it's tough business. It's a what, tough what, business. What, what do you do? What do you do in that in that case when it comes to basketball players and trade deadlines? And do, do you do you know when you when you on the when you're on the bubble or you think you they hear ahead of, you think they you hear you hear obviously your agent, like, your agent, your agent will let you know, though. Right. Yeah. A lot of sometimes they've they been okay. working out. with but, but think about it, Ocho. Yes, sir. Adam Schefter is in business for a reason. Mm-hmm. Jay Glazer is raising for a reason. Mm-hmm. Teams, execs, coaches, right. NFL, there's a reason why they hear it. So you get Woj, you get Sham Sharanya. Right. Yeah, you get, they know. When they start reporting stuff. Right. It got to come from somewhere. It got to come, they give them the lead on purpose, huh? Of course. See, I, I, I got to get in a position where they, they want to tell but, me but, stuff but, like my that. Bag is, and the thing is, but you but you notice, uh, if a a reporter that writes up like, "What's your source?" Man, that man can't tell you your source. He won't right. get any more information. Exactly, exactly. I mean, oh, how you know? How, if I told you how I know, I ain't gonna get no more information. Right. Why would I tell? Why would I tell you where the money tree is so you can go pick all the bills? You chop my damn tree down. You would see the people that see your hair. The thing, Ocho. I told so if I tell somebody where the money tree is, they ain't gonna see. 
they're not smart enough. They're like, okay, I'm going to go get my couple off here. They want to chop the tree down. Right. Now, you know, you chop the tree down. Guess what? It ain't going to grow no more money. Mm-hmm. So if I give up my source, guess what? I ain't going to get no more info. And the funny thing about it, if you give up your source, then everybody else is going to run to the source and try to beat you to the punch. Thank you. You can't let them beat you to the punch because they beat so you to now, the punch and they take your money. Right. Now, all of a sudden, he used to give me information that nobody else had. I'm looking for, oh, man, he got that information. Now, he's like, no, I can't give you no more information. Mm. I got to give it to your rival. And now, your boss, like, man, well, you, you ain't had no good info in a while, no intel. Right. right. Yeah. You know, I let the, fa the fans told me I should give up, you know, my source. And so I told them. Uh, no. Can't do that. No. Can't no. do that. Like I said, no, nah, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't get down. Urcha Ocho. I heard you're very excited to quiz me in some trivia. Oh, yeah. We got a new segment. I and like it's it. time for our next segment. It's called Dunk on Unk. And you finna get them all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Why y'all put that picture in there? As you know, I know that picture came from right. Man, that ass, ass dirty. Ash, guess what Ash told me? was telling me and Jordan. Talk about, well, if you work on this team, and you can't take a little roasting, right? It's not going to work well for you. I say, Ash, I kind of worked at a lot of places. People don't normally roast on the boss. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm well, saying, yeah. Well, well, wait, wait a minute. Have you you remember those Dean Martin roasts back in the days? Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh man, you you got to, you got to be able to hey, that you you got to be able to take that. Who you who uh, you, uh, Zim Zim was your coach, right? Zim, who's your, who's your Mark coach? Zimmer. No, you had Marvin. You had Marvin. Yeah, Marvin. But Mark Zimmer yeah. was a defensive coordinator. He was there. Did you did you roast Marvin? No, nah, I didn't really bother. Him. <laughs> I, I ain't really, I ain't really bother him. You uh what about what about uh Brown? Mike, Mike Brown. Brown. Yeah. Hell no, nah, I ain't bothered. Whoa, 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 whoa. But those those aren't the people you want to be funny with. I was I, funny. Did. I was I was funny with my teammates. Oh no! I was I was man. I was funny. I was funny with Marvin in a in a in a joking manner, not a making fun of him manner. Oh man, look here! I used to get Mister B. I was in Mister. I tell the story. Um, Mister mm -hmm. B. Mister Bowling was our owner, mm -hmm. and you know he used to come in. He used to come in on Thursdays, right. go down to uh our trainer Steve Antonopoulos, Greek, and he would sit up in his office, put his uh uh, and put his uh put his feet up on Greek's desk and wait for Greek to come in there after he get done taping, ask him about the injury. So I went, I stole his glasses, <laughs> cut my shorts up like his, like his, he had little teeny tiny shorts, right. got me a shirt. So I came in there, had the socks. He liked to pull the socks up like quarter, almost to his calves. Right. And so I did that, but I got his glasses on. So mm -hmm. I'm dressed like he would normally dress. He walked, he turned the corner to come in Greek office. I got my feet up on Greek's desk, got his glasses on and right. I'm just looking. And he's like, he's. He like you, mofo. <laughs> you know, what, man. He thought he thought that was the funniest thing yeah, ever. Yeah. He says, "You know, you're the only one that could get away with this, don't mm -hmm. you?" I say, "I absolutely know. I'm the only one that can get away with this." Mike, you know, before Mike would like coming to me, and I'd be up there early. We always in the seats early. Mike didn't mm -hmm. play that bull job. You walking in, and when right. you standing up, you better not walk in that room. Right. You better buy, you go ahead and wait. Go ahead and take that fine because you walk in there. It ain't gonna be pretty. Right. So you know, Mike would come in like at nine o'clock. Everybody already sitting up in there like eight fifty eight. You know, I got to head to the had uh, got to head to the podium. Got to got to mimic him. Yeah. 
Hey, he come down there. I couldn't get. I couldn't get. I couldn't get my seat soon enough, Ocho. He caught me a couple of times, but it is what it is. <laughs> Number seven. Oh uh, yeah, I got him at practice all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They know what Air, I was was funny. No. Oh, it was his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. It was his mannerism that right, I was right. Do. Yeah, but right. I was the guy that kept it loose, Ocho. I had to keep it loose. Yeah. But I knew I when to have fun. We we knew we, when we to get serious. We, we in the same boat. We in the same boat. Huh? huh? Who? Sometimes. Oh, you you deserve to get rolled. I ain't gonna tell y'all that time that Ash went to went to pick up something and threw her back out. <laughs> it was heavy. Heavy. Oh, my bad. I wasn't supposed to tell it. My bad. My bad, Jordan. Okay. But Jordan coached me. Jordan was the one that said <laughs> she went to she went to pick up a pen. A pen? A pen. An ink pen. Oh, that means she must have been working out. So the injury was no, she wasn't wor- working out. <laughs> Walk, walking from the elevator to take <laughs> take the elevator down two floors to my room. That's not working out, Ash. I'm sorry. All right, come on, Ocho. Let's get it. You ready? Dunk on unk. Dunk on dunk on unch. Dunk on unk. Trivia question. The first question is: You're not gonna get this one anyway. You definitely okay. gonna get this. You ready? Yep. Patrick Mahomes just won his third Lombardi Trophy. He was the second youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl back in 2019 at the age of 24. Mm-hmm. Who is the youngest quarterback to ever win a title? Ooh. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you ain't gonna get this one. He was the second. Oh, Big Ben. Big Ben was the man, youngest. Man, you ain't know that, man. You cheating, man. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hands. Big Ben, you, you got to realize Big Ben came out early and he won the Super Bowl in the second year. They lost in the AFC Championship game to Pittsburgh to uh, New England in two thousand in two thousand and four. Okay, and he came okay. back and won it in two thousand and five. I was at that game because that same night, that's the same night Kobe scored eighty one on Toronto. On Look Toronto, up, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, Chat uh, Ben Roth. Ben Roethlisberger was the youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl at the age of 23 when the Steelers defeated the Seahawks in Super Bowl 40. 40. Okay, in you Detroit. got one. You got one. All right, you definitely ain't gonna get this one though. Okay. Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls? New Orleans. And New wrong. Orleans or Miami. Loud and wrong. No, your first you, your first answer. We're going with okay. your first answer. Your first answer was New Orleans. Wrong. It's Miami. Miami has hosted <laughs> the most Super Bowls with 11. Wow. 11. But listen, Super Bowl is in New Orleans this year. This year coming up. Do you have any tri- you have any trivia multiple choice? They, they, all these are multiple choice. Oh, you want me to give, give you the answers? Answer. You want me to give you the answers so you can choose from them? Nah, you do we know how that's multiple choice work, nah, right? Nah, we ain't okay. doing that. Okay. No, we, okay. Hey, you, 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 you got to be like Stump the Swab. <laughs> yeah, you got to know this stuff. You do realize that's that's not my only job, though. Stop. <laughs> All right, we got okay, one more. On. I got it, one more. Come on. Oh, oh, this is you should get this one. This is a no-brainer. Christian McCaffrey led the yeah. NFL in yards from scrimmage this season with 2,023 yards. Yeah. Which running backs hold the NFL record with the most yards from scrimmage in a single season? You got to know this. <sighs> Come I'm gonna on. go out on a limb. I think I'm gonna say Chris Johnson. Oh, well, you good, boy. You good. The answer is correct. Chris Johnson has 2,509 yards from scrimmage in 2009, most in NFL history. He really should have had the record because, remember, they called his long runner back, back against Seattle. Uh-huh. They called Holden, Holden, and he would have went over twenty. He would have went over 2,100. Easily. Yeah. 
but yeah, I, I, I feel, you know, I think I said, I think I know this. Mm-hmm. Um, most people probably would have said like Eric Dickerson, but ED didn't catch a whole lot of passes the year he went for 2105. Right. Cause that was the same year Dan threw for 5,084 yep. with, with 48 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Brother Mark, so, Duke and Mark Clayton. I never forget the, that. The Marks brothers. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So I felt I was like, nah, ED didn't catch enough passes. Adrian Peterson was really not. Marshall Falk went a thousand thousand. Roger Craig went a thousand thousand. Yeah, but I was like, nah. I think I say yeah, yeah. I did. All right, you go. You should know. You should know this one. You should know this one. I know that one. Somebody trying to open my door. Oh, all right. You should know this one. This is a good one because this is right up your alley, and I know your memory serves you well. Okay. You played in your first Super Bowl back in 1998. God damn, you old. Mm-hmm. Broncos versus Packers in Super Bowl 32. Two. Who scored the first touchdown? There's no way you get this wrong. Who scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl 32? For us or for them? For Green Bay? First touchdown, period. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Antonio Freeman. Man, you cheating because you looking down, man. You looking down, man. You looking at something, man. Ain't no way in hell you know this stuff, man. You do realize I played in the game, old John. Nah, man. You looking at something, man. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> you, you cheating, man. Hey, Ash, are y'all over there giving Uncle the answers, man? Nah, I would nah. She ain't give me no answer. She, you do you think she wants me to think I know everything? She hated when I ask her to look at something and I go ahead and tell her the answer before she look it up. She just look at me and give me the easiest look. Nah, she man. would never give me the answer. Yeah. I would never like Ash. I need you to help me cheat on this. No, she gonna give me all wrong answers. All right, all right. Antonio Freeman, twenty-two yard TD reception from Brett Favre in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your Broncos won the game thirty-one. Yeah, it was at the back of the end zone because Steve hit him and he still held onto the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I okay. I know you're not gonna get this one. Okay, let me. See I know you're not gonna get this one. Because this is this is going to throw you off. Okay. Usher performed in this year's Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. Which of the following artists have never performed at halftime? Okay. Mariah Carey. Madonna. Madonna did in Indiana, in Indianapolis. Black, Go ahead. Or Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas have Mariah Carey. <laughs> Man. Man, they man, they gave you they gave you the answers before we started this, man. Oh, Joe, you d- <laughs> how you know oh, Mariah? How you know Mariah ain't never been in Super Bowl? As many Super Bowls as it's been. How you here's know? The, Ocho, the thing that you're gonna learn that when you do TV, if you get if you can, unfortunately, I hope you do, um, get back in linear television. Mm-hmm. You have to have tremendous recall mm-hmm. because now now it's kind of moved away from just debate. And it's more conversational. Right. But the thing that you have to do is that you have to hear what the, what one guy is saying. Now, I've got to punch a hole in his argument while right. recalling all of my information that I have. Right. And so you have to be able to remember stats. You have to be able to remember dates. Remember, I told you, we was my, we was my grandfather's iPhone before there was a phone. Because okay. they would give us, he would like, hey, tell them boys your number. And when he got home, hey, what was uh, 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 such and such number? What was this? Be, what was that? Better, and we had to recall to it. it. Yeah. Yes, yes. And he was big. He used to tell me and my brother all the time. He said, if I take you somewhere, you should always be able to get back. Mm. So he would, 
Now, my brother, that was my brother. I, I couldn't do it because I'm asleep. We back at the driveway. I'm, <laughs> but not my brother. He would always take my brother because I'd be sleep at night. And a right. lot of times he would take my brother, come on, Spanky, ride with me to the truck stop, get mm-hmm. a cup of coffee, get some grits or something like that. You notice I said he uh, uh, um, would eat, get something to eat. My brother ain't really getting get nothing to eat. But mm-hmm. Ocho, you do realize I was on Jeopardy and I won, right? Yeah, you yeah you was on Jeopardy, but they 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 give you a heads up mm-hmm. on what you might get asked on Jeopardy. They give they give you possible topics ah. that, that you might get asked. But this is the thing: if you got the if you have the possible topics, you know the questions that that are going to be asked. No, I don't. I don't. Be somewhere, know- somewhere around in in the realm of what you're studying for. Ocho, do you know how many Olympics that they've had? <laughs> do you know how many television series have been on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So they say TV series. Yeah. You might get Gunsmoke. You might get Friends. You mm-hmm. might get Martin. Right. But you also might get Bewitched or some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mod, Rota, Taxi. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. What you know? What you know about Taxi? Remember the movie Taxi? I do. You talking about? With, you don't remember I, that I, was with Jodie Foster? She was I'm talking young... about. I'm talking about the original Taxi now. The original Taxi with Jodie Foster. Yes, man. When they was battling the green cabs and the yellow cabs. The green cat and the two twins, the two the, the two uh, bodybuilder twins. <laughs> yeah. Throwback. I think we talk. About, I think we talk about different things. Oh, so I'm talking about DC. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about DC cab. My bad. Oh no, I thought you were talking about it's like ain't no way you know about Jodie Foster. No, she got ta- nominated taxi. for an Academy Award. Wait, Taxi is DC cab. Taxi. Yeah, I think the name of the movie is 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 Taxi. It had the, huh? the yellow cabs and the green cab. DC cab. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, which thing? I'm yeah, getting old. I'm getting old. Uh, Jody Foster. Chat, y'all remember that? Well, Jody, because Jody Foster got nominated for an Academy Award. I think she was like 14 or 15. She didn't win. She won for Silence of the Lambs with uh her oh, and she uh, killed that Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. You see how I came? See how see how I know my driver, stuff? Yeah. See how I know my stuff? Yeah. 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 I, Ocho wasn't even born. I, what man? I was born in '68, man. What you talking about? I wasn't born. '76. You weren't born in no. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I'm thinking to myself that taxi right? bro. Yeah, all these movies I know, all the movies I know, I've seen all them. I've seen all them. All the movies from back before I was born, from the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s. I can talk about all them because like, my, my grandma, my grandma introduced me to all that, so I can talk about stuff before I was even alive. Like, Easily. like movies. You you remember Jack and a few good men? A few good men, yeah. You can't yeah. handle the truth, yes. Right. When he stands up, he's like, and he asks him a question. Yeah. And he says, "Uh, you want the truth?" He says, "I think I'm entitled to it." Mm-hmm. You want the truth? He says, "You can't handle, handle the truth." The truth, yeah. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those mm-hmm. walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Mm-hmm. Who's going to do it? You, you, Lieutenant Weinberg. Mm-hmm. I have a greater responsibility than you could possibly fathom. Mm-hmm. You weep for Santiago. You curse the Marines. You have that luxury. Mm-hmm. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. Yeah. Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. My appearance, grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saved lives. You don't mm. want the truth, Kadita, and in places that party you don't talk about. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Yeah. We use words like code, honor, loyalty. Mm. We use these words of a backbone spin defending something. You use them as a punchline. Mm. I haven't the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of freedom that I provide and then question the manner in which I provide it. I'd rather you say thank you or pick a weapon to stand opposed. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the cold red? I did my job. Did you order the cold red? You did a right, I did. 
<laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I like that. That was beautiful now. That was beautiful now. You know, Jack hit that thing, man. Hey, he killed it. Method acting. Getting in the character. Yeah. Being able to deliver in the heat of the moment is why he is one of the greatest actors of all time. Hey, that was nice, huh? That was nice. We got to get you in front of the big screen now. <laughs> you got to get oh, you in I got, front of the big I got screen. tremendous recall. Ocho, when I tell people, like I can tell you, my grandfather died when I was eight. I can tell you everything he ever said. I yeah. can tell you my grandma lived until I was 43 years of age. I can tell you every time my grandmother's been upset at me. I can tell you why. I can tell you where I was. I can yeah. tell you exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single time. Yeah, I I have I have tremendous recall as well based on the situation and the circumstances and the outcome that mm-hmm. it had. Most of the time the outcome had to be negative. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if the outcome was negative, I have tremendous recall. You know, that's just how you know things stick out to you much better that way. I, I'm not sure why it is, but that that just that's just the way life is and the way the way it goes. Most of the part of things that I've done in life, I cannot recall. I cannot recall because it's it's normal for me. It, it, it happens in a repetitive fashion, and I don't remember. The negative things happen very seldom, which is why I'm able to recall them very, very clear, like it just happened yesterday. Right. The Volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.